This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. On Twitter, you can follow AMI-audio, at AMI-audio. That's the right handle there. You can see what's coming up on the programs as we're doing our live show or interact and find out about the other programs. So much information regarding AMI-audio on Twitter, at AMI-audio. If you want to send a message to the gang at uh, uh, over there in marketing communications, feedback at AMI.ca. That's feedback at AMI.ca. Those guys will be happy to get back to you if you have questions about AMI-TV, AMI-Tele, or AMI-audio, anything to do with uh, Accessible Media Inc., feedback at AMI.ca. Welcome back to the program. Ramya Amudan, Kelly McDonald, the host of the show here weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, repeated the show 10 p.m. Eastern and 6 a.m. in the morning. Well, it's um, not the same time zone as us and not those particular times as we welcome in Grant Hardy. He joins us, our reporter out in Vancouver. Grant, good Wednesday. Well, happy Wednesday to you and Rami as well. And I'm super thrilled to be joining you on the airwaves today, as always. Always glad to have you and uh, settling back here. What do you got for us as we look at <clears throat> health headlines on a Wednesday? Oh, okay. Let's do so. I, I want to make a pledge that I am not going to complain about the Grant Winter Blues all season. But <laughs> I do. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I might be thrown off the air. And that would not be good for me. Um, however, I do want to do a part two here, kind of, to what we were talking about from a lifestyle context uh, regarding SAD, seasonal affective disorder. This is more of a, a health context, and it's. Uh, just some uh, preventative treatments that you can do if you're experiencing SAD. If you are, you know who you are and right. you're in my club. Now, nobody has really determined uh, biological causes, although some of the latest uh, research reports that basically specialist cells in our brain's master clock may make us more susceptible to winter slowdowns. This clock, which is called the super Chiasmatic nucleus, SCN, is set externally by cells in our retina that communicate changes in light and day length. Uh, and uh, that basically means that reduced light levels from shortening days affect the behavior of neurons in the brain, which tell our body to sleep longer, venture out less, and stock up on carbs. I also would bet anything that for people who don't see a lot of light, like me anyway, that can probably influence even more. Uh, so um, I find yeah. that interesting, Grant, because mm-hmm. and Rummy and I talk about our own vision and, and light or, or bothering us or not bother sensitivities. But when you put it that way, and I think about how much as I, I like winter because it, in a lot of times it's cloudier days or or uh, the fall is like that. It's cloudier days. And for my eyes, I always have, have liked that. However, the shorter daylight, the dullness to the sky in that certainly doesn't make me feel energetic. Doesn't all winter. And when you talk about oh, stuffing carbs in, you find yourself <clears> staying <throat> in more because of the cold or whatever. And or even if you are out, you come home and what do you do? Something heavy to keep because it's comfort. And 
it's very interesting because I look at it that way as a person with a vision impairment, always have put it in that context instead of really wondering, is there something going on mood-wise? Otherwise, I, I'm not going to suggest for a moment that I've been sad, down, but I certainly am not as, if you counted the days, probably as full of energy and, uh, you know, full of full of pep and vinegar. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's the idea, I think, to put it uh, mildly. Um, yeah, so we have a few tips here. Uh, the first one, this is something that uh, I did several years ago, is to splash out on, invest in an SAD lamp to brighten up your home. Uh, so, uh, this is supposed to emulate sunlight, right? Like it, yeah, okay. exactly. Because emulating basically the rhythm of day and night is particularly important during winter because we are programmed to uh, respond to that. Melatonin is produced during the dark hours and is key for many of the body's circadian rhythms. Importantly, serotonin, which is key for normal mood regulation, is also affected by exposure to daylight. Uh, So the SAD lamp or light box is a bright white light emitting at least 2,500 lux, which is very bright. And users are recommended to sit with their eyes open about 50 centimeters away from the light for 30 minutes uh, to an hour each day. And uh, it uh, uh, is reported to treat SAD in up to 85% of diagnosed cases, which is pretty great. Um, I love my SAD light. works works wonders for me. Wow. Uh, second tip, yeah. Oh, so you just put I, it on... And do that sitting, and and for you, for people that you know who've, who've had it, it's 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 that much of a, a it makes that much of a difference. That is phenomenal. Yeah, that's the idea. I've even got it hooked up to uh, a really really dirt cheap smart plug, right. and so I have it set up so that if I because my vision is is bad enough, well, bad enough, it's low enough that if I walk away from the light, I actually can't see that it's on. So I have a smart lamp, uh, light so that uh, after a while it will turn off, or if I leave the house, it turns off automatically. Wow. Um, ad- adopt a pro-winter mindset is tip number two. Basically, shift your entire attitude towards mint- winter, and that will bring another level of SAD-defeating Benefit. There uh, was a survey of over 238 people living in Norway and the Arctic, and it found that more the more positively people view winter, the more satisfied and happy they were during the freezing months, during which they never even see the sun for up to eight weeks. So basically, Norwegians, uh, according to the survey, love winter and see it as not something to kind of get through, but actually an opportunity to have fun and participate in winter events. So that attitude shift. This one makes Uh, a lot of sense, but feels a lot harder, especially in the transitional months. (laughs) I know, especially the transitional (laughs) months like September, October. Uh, It's very difficult, but I, I can really, really... I can encourage it, right? Like even within myself, I can really encourage that um, change of mindset that how can I like winter just a little more, maybe just one week at a time or, uh, you know, looking forward to different things, but definitely a difficult one, Grant. 
Totally. Uh, schedule a morning walk. Sad sufferers who take regular one-hour morning walks outdoors feel significantly better in all aspects of their psychology compared with sufferers who sit with a light box for 30 minutes daily, reports a study by investigators at the Psychiatric University Clinic in Basel, uh, Switzerland. Blood tests show that the morning walkers' melatonin hormone levels shifted so that they uh, woke more readily while their levels of the stress hormone cortisol dropped, says the report in the Journal of Affective Disorders. Uh, so uh, basically, it's a question of not just fitting your walk in during the day, but actually mm -hmm. trying to get it in during those light hours. Yeah. Really because don't timing. they say cortisol, it's at its peak 45 minutes after you wake up? I, I swear I read this very recently. So I think that's why it's emphasized as well to be a morning walk and not just a, a walk any time of the day. Um, because your stress hormones can decrease in that first little bit of time that you're awake. Yeah, kind of gets the day started on yeah. the right foot. And uh, just a couple other quick things. They say to keep moving at home. Don't just sit still, but kind of make a point of moving around. And yes, cut back on carbs. Basically, SAD, or I say sad sufferers, tend to eat more carbs, which creates a vicious cycle of feeling more lethargic and then eating more carbs. And then that makes you feel even more lethargic and the cycle keeps repeating itself yeah which makes total sense <laughs> because you look at that as you say it's the vicious circle i know a lot of people will say and, and i'm one of those i'd rather get workout done in the in the early part of the day and i think sometimes and that's always been kind of my mantra i hated doing it later in the day especially when i was in school and we had wrestling practice or 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 karate or anything like that but i always felt also ah it's done. I took care of it. It was like, wow, okay, one one task done that is really important yeah. to get done. You, you feel very rewarded that way. Oh, that's so smart. See, I've always been kind of like, oh, crap, it's, you know, 6 p.m. and I still haven't done my work. Okay, I better go for a walk or something. Mm. Yeah, I always and, think getting and, rid of it early is, is just so nice. I don't mean you don't have to. In the morning is what I used to always think was the best way because of that. But, uh, you know, I've also, uh, you know, gone through periods where before I was working, I know I used to work out a lot at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and that wasn't too bad either at, for some reason. And I think it's a lot of what you do. Swimming people, I mean, must be wonderful to jump in a pool that early in the morning, wake yourself up but then again there's something to be said for working out uh, in the evening and then being able to go lay down and all your muscles relaxed yeah Ooh, that's a good idea is to get back into swimming for me for the winter that's so a great that, winter one. Oh yeah yeah so and of course they do say to see your gp if things don't improve which makes right. total sense yeah for sure. um yeah we got time for another yes sir Oh, hey, we've got a few tips on uh, how to relax before bedtime instead of just trying to get to go to sleep when your mind is buzzing and wired. Mm. This is something, again, I deal with. Uh, number one is to practice something like yoga. A 30-minute yoga uh, practice has not only been uh, likened to getting about three hours of sleep, which is insane, but it can also serve as a beautiful precursor to a full and rested night's sleep. We're entering a big shift towards slow living. Darken down the home. 
uh, reduce light levels in your home, switch on blue light filters, and turn down the brightness of your devices at least two hours before bed, which helps reduce that melatonin hormone. Gently stretch, ease any physical discomfort or pain before bed. Uh, it, it increase the chance uh, of getting a good night uh, sleep as well. Um, uh, oh, this is a good one. Be grateful. Basically, keeping a gratitude journal or just taking a while to reflect on people and things that you're grateful for in life uh, brings huge benefits, apparently, which is really interesting. Um, I don't know if any, either of you do this, but basically, apparently, scientific research tells us that actively reflecting on what we're grateful for in life helps us have a more positive mindset. This helps relax us both mentally and emotionally and can have a very positive effect on our sleep. It's not a thing that I practice every night. It's probably best that we all do, but um, it is something that I find myself uh, using when I'm having really down days. It's kind of that counting your blessings concept, right? Um, but showing more gratitude, showing appreciation, um, being thankful. And I've seen a lot of content on this with self-development and such that it does make a huge difference. And so I find that if I'm having a very low day, that's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it cuts down so much on your, you feel appreciative and you look at the good things instead of always, oh, my goodness, yeah. there's so many. It's a different energy. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like the people say, well, I don't want to watch news because it's always a downer. Grant, we'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Have a good morning. Grant Hardy joining us on Wednesdays for Health Headlines. Coming up next, folks, with Indigenous Veterans Day on November 8th and Remembrance Day on November 11th. Greg David, he's going to arrive to spotlight some special programming in a moment. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.